Hi Moonies, welcome back to a new episode of Moonylicious. I'm Michelle. And I'm Luna. And today we're gonna review the Sailor Moon Eternal movies part 1 and 2. Before we start with today's topic, this podcast isn't paid or sponsored by anyone. Any mentions of brands are purely for discussion purposes today. For anyone who is not familiar with the Salmon Eternal movies or even the whole Salmon manga series or animation series, uh, just a warning that this review obviously has spoilers and we talk about the movies in very much <laughs> of a detail and uh if you don't want to be spoiled, then we recommend you watching the movies first or maybe like reading a synopsis so you won't be spoiled too much. So as we said, we want to review the movies Sailor Moon Eternal Part 1 and 2 that came out on Netflix earlier this year. And we broke down our review into a few different categories and we'll just go along with these. Yeah, I'm... Um- Back when the movies came out, I had a whole, I was going to do a reaction or something, but then there tends to be a lot of copyright issues with Sailor Moon reactions, so I didn't. So I ended up having a party with my friends and having a little watch party. I had all my friends over. We had a, we had cupcakes and all that stuff, and we all watched it all together, both movies. So that was a lot of fun. So I'm so jealous. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had, a, you had a watch party. Yeah, I kind of had a watch party, like, virtually with two of my friends who don't live nearby so we just took the opportunity um and like virtually connected via skype and we had the movie open like in one window of our computers and connected in another window for skype and then we uh tried to synchronize (laughs) pressing play like uh (laughs) like very old school and then um we kind of commented on it while uh, while we watched it and so yeah that was fun too uh, yeah. it was like a whole adventure for a whole day because um, due to us talking all the way through I kind of missed a few parts of the movie but that's why I also rewatched it and also in another dub um, so we could do this review yes I watched both the we watched the Japanese like the original Japanese with subs uh, when I had my friends over and then I mm. just recently watched the the dub so um oh that's great so you can actually say something about the japanese dub later because i only watch Mm -hmm. it in german and english oh okay yeah so that's good we have we have three dubs covered then (laughs) (laughs) cool (laughs) all right so so yeah let's just start with a short synopsis for everyone who like maybe watched the movies a while back, like maybe in June and never watched them again, or maybe just want for for those who just want a reminder of the concept of the story. So in um, both movies are about the fourth arc of Sailor Moon, like the dream arc. So the official synopsis on IMDb is when a dark power enshrouds the earth after a total solar eclipse, the scattered sailor guardians must reunite to bring light back into the world. So they leave it very vague on IMDb, but um, this, these two movies cover the dream arc or also known as the dead moon arc where our main villains, well, are the, are the, the, 
the people of the dead moon circus and um aka the people of the the dead moon and with Nehalane, which my personal favorite honestly is Nehalania and the Amazonas quartet so these are the people that they battle in this story arc and this is the story arc that was actually the most drastically different from the original anime to the manga so this was a highly anticipated adaptation to this story arc that I know I personally have been extremely excited for ever since they announced that they were going to be doing a reboot of the series. So, and I'm sure that I can speak for a lot of fans when I say that this, this is kind of a big deal for this particular story arc to be recreated um, and finally have the manga's version of this story come to life in animation. So, ah! It took forever, but here we are. <laughs> yeah, I agree because um, also for the 90s version, the dream arc was actually my favorite arc. And when I read the manga, I was like, whoa, this is way different, but I like it. And so I was also very excited to see it animated. Absolutely. Well, it's, the thing is, it's funny because you and I, this was my favorite arc too. This, mm -hmm. was, this was my favorite season in the original, but... For a lot of Moonies out there, this was the least favorite season. Yeah, that's so interesting. I think for most people, the favorite arc is either the Infinity arc or the Stars arc. And very few people actually like the Dreams arc. I think it's either because it's so different from the manga in the 90s, or maybe uh, because some people might have found Chibiusa, for example, quite annoying in the 90s version of the fourth arc. So I think this could, like, these could be two reasons why it wasn't, like, the most popular arc. But, I mean, there could be many reasons. I think a lot of it has to do with, like, I know a lot of people are not huge on Chibiusa, mm. um, but she's my favorite. So obviously that, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of, like, romance involved, I feel like, in mm -hmm. the, the, this fourth story arc. That yeah, involved also between, between Usagi and Mamoru. Yeah, exactly. So, but I feel like people forget about that. Yeah. Also, I think I think a big thing too that people didn't like about the original. When people think of the dream arc, I feel like a lot of the times they thought of the original anime as opposed to the manga, which is why mm, I was so excited okay. when they were doing the manga adaptation. Mm -hmm. Like because because yeah, they're they're just so different. And the thing is, is uh, the reason why season three is so popular is because of the Outer Guardians, and everybody loves mm -hmm. the art Outer Guardians, but they in the original anime were completely missing they just were gone oh, yeah. so to to finally have them here and have the whole team as part of this story is is mm -hmm. very exciting and i think that makes it much more intriguing to the rest of the sailor moon fandom yeah i absolutely agree so the first review category that we agreed on is character design and obviously we already caught a glimpse of the character design in for example, social media, before the movies actually were released. And um, I don't think they made any changes between the announcement of the character design and the movies. What no, do you they, think? No, I don't think they really did. Um, I think that the, the designs they had when they had like the teaser trailer mm -hmm. for the movie, I think they're pretty spot on and, and similar to what they have in terms of the actual, what they actually animated. Yeah. Now, I... 
I really, this is, I think out of all the, because we've obviously had like three different animators at this point, three different yeah. versions of this character, <laughs> of the character designs, which drives everybody crazy because there's no consistency in, in the, in the Crystal reboot. Um, so that is, that is frustrating, but I have to say that I think that um, despite that, this, I personally think that this character design, the way they have the characters now, this is my favorite. Yeah. In terms of, uh, Yeah. Some people, like, some people really liked the first, like, the when it wasn't being wonky. Like, some people mm-hmm. really liked the, the like first. Like the cleaned up version. Yeah. yeah um, like, the cleaned up version of the, the first couple of seasons. But this is my favorite because I feel like it's a perfect blend between this this new, refreshed, like, watercolor, mm-hmm. pastel-y kind of style with, they had, they brought back the original eyes. So, like, mm-hmm. in, in, like, the first couple of um well, the first the first few seasons they had kind of like these bubble eyes almost but yeah these, so like shiny eyes and, yeah um, very much like pre like especially like season three very much like pre-cure mm-hmm. like bubbly eyes but they brought back like the, the the same shape and the same design with like the little triangle shapes that they have in the eyes and very much reminiscent of how they had in the original anime which i really like because i just remember like growing up whenever i used to like draw sailor moon and stuff like as a kid like I remember like that's that was the the way that these eyes were drawn here is like this is the classic like Sailor Moon mm-hmm. eye with like the just the certain shapes that they use in there like the big white circle like oval in the middle and then they have like the triangle shapes in there like the way that they're structured is is very iconic to me so I really like that they brought that back I wish that it could have been like this the whole time <laughs> why couldn't it have been like this the whole time <laughs> Yeah, I also wonder why this is, but then I remember they had a way tighter budget when they started doing the reboot, and then they yeah. realized, oh, it's more popular than we thought, and then they put yeah. more money into it. So obviously, the movies are now like more of a high quality, I think, in comparison to the first few seasons. Yeah, they obviously had a better but budget. But still, like the changes between... The character design in between seasons is kind of like off-putting. Yeah. But on the other time. hand, on the other hand, you can really distinguish like <laughs> the quality of season one and two and three, <laughs> and then now the movies. <laughs> no, it's true. You you can kind of just tell what season it is based upon. Yeah, exactly. If you see it. a gift somewhere, you can definitely say that's season three or season. Yep. Or <laughs> <laughs> completely different artists yeah. every time. So there is one thing I want to say also in terms of character design. There are three characters that have had that have major changes that were that were taken to them in this in this version. One of which is Luna. I don't hmm. know if you I don't know if you noticed. Her eyes are not red. They're blue in this movie. Oh. In these her eyes are blue in these movies. They're not were they, red. Like, were they red in the previous seasons of the reboot? Yes. Oh, I actually didn't notice. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's interesting is that they took the colorations from the manga, which mm-hmm. is great. Don't get me wrong. Like, I love this, but it's upsetting that if they were going to do this, they should have done this from the get-go. Yeah. So, because yeah. Luna in the manga, her eyes are blue. They match... Mm-hmm. Usagi's they're both they both have blue eyes she doesn't have red eyes in the manga Mm -hmm. but in crystal they made her have red eyes from seasons one through three and now all of a sudden boom blue eyes (laughs) I think they had 
red eyes for her because in the 90s version she had also red yeah eyes. no she did but yeah but, but the <laughs> thing kind of is, a mix from taking parts from the 90s version and from the manga right so that was a little weird i mm-hmm. mean i loved i loved seeing i actually it. didn't notice if you hadn't said it i wouldn't have noticed i feel like it definitely needed to be brought up um <laughs> which is why <laughs> Like it's also been like, a while since I watched the previous season, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so in the movie, her in the movies, her eyes are blue, mm-hmm. um, and in the in Crystal from seasons one through three, they're red, like how they were in the original anime. So like with the movies, they are taking the ideas and concepts from the original anime, like in terms of how they're animating the eyes and the proportions and all that stuff, they've kind of brought it back to being more similar to the original anime. But with the coloring, mm-hmm. it's more similar to what they're doing with the manga. Yeah. Second, second is Princess Serenity. They made her hair silver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her actually. hair is supposed to be silver. It's yeah. silver in the manga. But in, and, and I was really hoping that when they, when they were going to, reboot that they were going to make it silver but seasons one through three are her hair is blonde yeah that was actually bugging me when i watched the first three first three seasons because yeah i was like why why is she blonde <laughs> like doesn't make sense she's supposed to have silver hair <laughs> ah so I, like- was, I was really glad they like they adjusted it for this season because even if it's not consistent but at least they adjusted it so it's accurate to the manga right and i I, so i do like it i do appreciate it um especially because like i'm because at least we get to finally see what this looks Mm -hmm. like right we finally get to see okay well what does what does luna with blue eyes look like and what does what does princess serenity with with silver hair look like because we didn't get to see this animated before Mm -hmm. now we get to we get to kind of get get a slice of that but it makes me more frustrated now when I go back and look at the original like three seasons and it's not like that. So that's just don't that's... go back to the first three seasons. <laughs> just just forget it. Just forget that they happened. They can never they happened. Re- can they just redo those and just redo them with this animation? Like please. Like as movies. Um, <laughs> so it's completely consistent. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Because there's no consistency. Hmm. Um and then uh just a funny note, uh Ray's grandpa? He's completely different. I forget how he looked in the manga. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he definitely does not look like how he did in the original anime. Definitely not. He's a little bald dude. He looks like a teenager with white hair and a mustache. He doesn't even look old. It's kind of him. funny because my parents have a friend who looks like this. I was like, oh, it's him. <laughs> They've animated. So That's funny. really funny. Yeah, he doesn't look old at all. Um, mm-hmm. He kind of... So... Uh, Side funny thing, my my <laughs> daughter, she's obsessed with Little Baby Bum on YouTube. They have a similar old man who literally, mm-hmm. like, he, he has, a, there's an old man, he's old McDonald, he's also, like, every every other character, side character in this in this cheesy um, YouTube show. Uh, but he kind of reminds me of that. He, he kind of <laughs> reminds me of old McDonald from Little Baby Bum on YouTube, oh. because <laughs> it literally looks like they just kind of just ha- had, like, a teenager and just slapped some, like, white hair and a mustache on it yeah. and then called it a day. Anyways, um, they could have definitely, I feel like, made him... I don't know what he looked like in the manga, but they... I don't know. I, don't I think know. I just, he actually I, looked like this, though. Did he? It's just funny, because putting it in animation, he does not yeah. look like an old man. So that was just a, that was just a funny side note. I just Yeah, I to... think in a manga, you can get away with this, but... Yeah. When it's animated, you 
you look at it more closely somehow. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, they should have put more effort into this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that that's just I had to I had to pop those those character design things in there because those are like mm. three major major things I just had yeah. to include. I'm hoping that maybe for if you know once we finally get a a stars arc, um, hopefully hopefully they'll finish. I, I think they they plan on finishing it at this point. Mm. Um, I hope we'll get stick this. With it. Oh my gosh! Well, apparently in Japan in the theaters, I don't know if you heard about this. Um, they had at the end of the movie the second movie to be continued mm-hmm. yeah i so, think we talked about this in the last episode yeah yeah we did talk about this in the last episode yeah, so. Yeah. so um it's I pretty really... secure that they're gonna do part yeah. five but we're not sure if it's gonna be movies or yeah. like <laughs> a season again like with uh different episodes yeah. i mean or we'll have to wait and see <laughs> but i hope they keep up the quality and also the design because it wouldn't make sense to now change the design again Oh my gosh. But we never know. I mean, it depends on people staying on the project or. Yeah, that's true. Like they being hired again. Yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) Also, will it take like another five years for us to get anything? Hmm. (laughs) I guess we'll see. (laughs) I mean, Ah! it would speed up the process if they keep, like, if they kept the animators and the production team in general. Yeah. And don't waste time uh, searching for other people yeah so hopefully but i guess we'll see yeah <laughs> um, we haven't had any updates on it so yeah we'll, we'll see how it goes but but coming back to the character design i actually put um like for me i put ratings out of 10 for each category and uh, i was wondering what would you rate like what rating would you give the character design in these movies Ooh. out of 10 Oh, let me uh, let me think about that for a second. Honestly, I the the animation and everything in this movie. Animation yeah. is a different category. Yeah, an, animation is a different. <laughs> category. Yeah, you're, like you're right. just the design on its own, like without animation. It's hard. It's hard because I want to be able to. I want to be able to address it kind of on its own mm. as a, as a separate thing, while at the same time. I feel like in some respects it loses points just because of the fact that it's not consistent with previous seasons. So it's like, okay. I'm go I'm going to rate it. I'm going to, as I do kind of with every like season, I feel like I have, to, I look at it as its own individual mm-hmm. thing. So honestly, I think the character designs are, I'd say a nine. I'd say a nine. I was actually more generous. I gave it a 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah okay (laughs) because i also thought of the previous seasons and i was like yeah definitely the best one from the three different designs yet yeah and i'm not sure they can like if they keep it the same in the next movies or episodes then it's great i don't think they can get any worse (laughs) yeah that's true that's true um than like the previous seasons i mean if they even improve it I'm not sure. I might have to give it uh, an 11 then. But for me, <laughs> for me, like when I spontaneously wrote down the ratings, I, I wrote 10 out of 10 yeah. for the design no, it's, itself. It's true. The designs, the designs are really good. Um, like everything, everything just seems to fit a lot mm-hmm. better. Like the, the eight, like, yeah, I, I, I can agree with you. I was being, I was being a little stingy with my rating. 
I mean, there's always room for improvement, but true was like true. thinking back to like comparing them to the previous versions instead of thinking ahead. Yeah. Of what it would look like in the future. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. And since you also talked about animation, that's actually our next category and kind of related to character design is the animation. So let's just continue talking about that. Um, I personally thought it was really well animated, also compared to the previous seasons, because we all remember season one and two with the wonky faces and weird oh, yeah. proportions. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, I still have nightmares from these. <laughs> and I was very, very critical when I rewatched them last night, like the, the new movies last night. And um, I actually actively was looking for moments like these but I couldn't find any <laughs> yeah I couldn't which either. is good I, yeah no I was I was trying to be more critical when I watched it the second time and yeah I really didn't have too many issues with it I know some people have issues like they get like people who are probably like into animating and stuff like mm -hmm. I, I was reading some people have issues with like maybe some of the frame rates in yeah. terms of like when they're doing their attacks and stuff and I guess I can kind of understand like for example like some attacks that they do are like they're very like short and i wish that they like kind of added a little bit more flow to them mm -hmm. but like for the most part like i think overall i think that the animation's gorgeous i think they really did a lot better job in terms of like the coloring and i think just i like i like the way that they did the, the even the, like the line art like is like mm -hmm. it's is beautiful and the the, the lighting in, in a lot of in a lot of the scenes as well is is very strong like, I, I just, I really, I think, like, even my husband, my husband came into the room and was like, <laughs> wow, like, he goes, the animation looks really nice. Yeah, and I was like, yeah. I don't know. And, um, because, like, the, even, like, even in terms of um, when they were out in public, for example, and stuff, like, you still kind of have some of the, like, watercolory backgrounds and stuff, which are, which were really nice. Like, they kind of mm -hmm. brought some of that in there, which they had in the, you know, in the original anime as well as the, um as well as in, in Crystal, so that you still got kind of that, but it's much cleaner. Like, the, the animation in these movies was much cleaner, much more, I feel like, more fluid for the most part. And I think, and, oh, the, like, some, like, some of the attacks, like, I don't know about you, but Mars's flame sniper attack? Oh, yeah. Holy smokes. Like, I that was- That was really good. That was like, I feel like that was like top tier. Like that was one of my, I think one of my favorite moments in terms of the animation and how they, how they did that because it's like the flames were very, very like realistic. Like they just like, they mm -hmm. looked, they looked like fire. Like it was, I, I, I was like screaming when I saw it. I was like, oh my gosh, it <laughs> looks so good. Cause yeah, they look like it was like weird because like I, I wrote I actually think I wrote down I was like the flames look real but yet they don't look jarring against yeah. the animation of the, the actual character. It's not themselves. like weird to look at it. Right, it's not in, like a, weird. in a 2D or is it 2D? Yeah, it's it's 2D. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, not, it's not 3D, but it it's kind of um it looks alive somehow. Yeah. Like you don't no. notice it's 2D. Right. But like it also at the same time isn't like it doesn't look like out of place. Like, mm -hmm. like in the first like yeah. couple of seasons, right. They did a lot of like CGI stuff 
and it oh doesn't look don't remind me but um it's it's it seems like it's got this otherworldly it's like looks very realistic like in the way that it moves mm-hmm. and stuff but at the same time it's also um it's it's not like it doesn't look out of place like it looks mm-hmm. like it belongs there it's just the way that I think the way that they handled the lighting with it and everything it just whoo it just looked so good <laughs> yeah just looked, and another good. part where I like especially noticed the good animation was the transformation sequence of Venus, like with the ribbons, and it kind of reminded me of PGSM with the ribbons. Yes. <laughs> and I was wondering I... what was it like this in the nineties version? But I think not, was it? I don't think so. They like her I think they changed I actually think I actually wrote down they changed her, her transformation slightly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like her her transformation she does kind of like a little bit more of like a gliding dance in this yeah, version. Yeah, it's kind of reminiscent of PGSM, I think. But you it's know, been ages even... since I watched PGSM so I can't say for sure. I never even thought about that. But it kind that. of reminded me of it. But there's like there's like moments where she's literally like kind of skating across the scene mm-hmm. and, yeah. and gliding and and like that I'm like I don't think she does that in in like her normal transformation. So mm-hmm. it was nice to it was nice to see them kind of st- stray a little bit from what they normally yeah do with that it was nice i wish they could have almost done that with everybody and had like just a slight variant in how they moved because i think that was that was a nice like touch i remember like watching that and i was like "Ooh, that's that's different <laughs> that's different like it's, it's it's not too different but it's different enough where i'm like it's like a nice little taste it's of something. new yeah yeah it's it's refreshing so exactly I, that's a good word to yeah. describe it yeah one quick note i'm just throwing this in there um in addition to how we were talking about with like the 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 three like this three D effect that we had with Mars, the lemurs had like this three D effect that like worked like it like mm. it seemed it seemed like it was kind of CGI ish and it was like mm-hmm. kind of three D ish that made but it like also fit like it wasn't jarring like how how in like the first like couple of seasons how they had like anything three D it was yeah, very uh-huh. jarring it it made it it worked the three D like this kind of like way they animated those lemurs kind of made it seem otherworldly and kind of more creepy so Mm -hmm. i really like the way that they did that so kind of like the flames that you mentioned yes exactly Mm -hmm. but um yeah i think i think overall like i think they did a i think animation was was very very good what would what rating would you give it out of 10 i'm just gonna annoy you with ratings throughout the whole episode (laughs) You know, for me personally, without, okay, I, I'm going to say a nine out of 10 again. And the only reason why I say nine out of 10 is because I, as much as I like, I'm, I'm literally, I'm just being picky um, because of like, I wish that the transformation for um, Super Sailor Moon and Super Sailor TV Moon, it was like, there's something and also as well as the the attack it's there's more it kind of like it seems like it kind of does more cutting back and forth between the two of them as opposed to like Mm -hmm. a flow does that make sense yeah now that now that you say it it does make sense yeah i haven't thought about it but i wish they had done something like slightly different with the way that they transitioned back and forth Mm -hmm. between them in their transformation and in their attack like i wish they had been a little bit more fluid within the between with their with their um 
way they transitioned back and forth between the, the two of them. I wish they'd done something. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because when I watched the transformation of the two of them, I also kind of thought that something was missing, but I couldn't put my finger on it. And now that you say it, it's actually that. Yeah, it's it's the way that they're transitioning like mm. the the movements between the two of them. It's 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 lacking slightly, and so that that is what that does bug me a little bit, just because that was my favorite transformation from the original anime yeah. because yeah, it was mine just too. so so. I, I do. While I love it in the new, like the new, like colors and the and the new like animations, like style, mm -hmm. like this upgraded, like more modern look, the way that yeah. it actually is executed, I still prefer the original mm -hmm. in terms of that. So, but yeah, so that's why that's why I say nine out of ten because yeah. for the most part, everything else is you know overall as an overarching thing. I you know it's it's I think really they did a nice job. Yeah, I also gave it a nine out of ten. Um, not for this particular reason, but just my overall feel of the whole movies. Like I felt there was a bit of room for improvement mm -hmm. overall, but not that much. So I, I didn't want to be picky, but I wanted to leave a bit of room like for improvement. Right. <laughs> so well, that's just it. Because I so, think yeah. like there's always definitely things that could improve. Like there's definitely things that could have been improved for mm -hmm. sure. But I feel like coming from where we had started in terms of Sailor Moon Crystal and, and everything. I think they've definitely come a long way yeah, in terms of definitely. giving it a little bit more respect and, and stuff. But but yeah. Um now you said you watched both the the dub the German dub and the um English one. And the English as well, right? Mm -hmm. So I watched the, the Japanese first I like to like I like to have the you know the original. Mm -hmm. um, I actually wanted to watch this one too, but I didn't get to it. But <laughs> I watched the trailer in Japanese, so well, I go. can at least say a little bit about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy that they made it so that you can, like that they they across the board had like a ton of languages for everybody, like different yeah. dubs and stuff. And like the trailer, I remember when they came out with it, and like basically they had it. They had her speech, but then they kept cutting between different languages. Mm -hmm. I thought that was so cool. I'm like, that is, a, that's amazing. And it's like yeah. this iconic speech, but they, you know, and, and everything, but you get to hear it across all different languages and, and they really hype you up for it. Of like, yeah, this is an international release. Everybody's getting it all at once. Like that was, that was really nice. Um, I just, I remember getting chills watching, watching yeah, that trailer. Yeah. <laughs> and also like, it, I think it also gave the impression that it's, a global phenomenon yes not just the impression it's actually a global phenomenon but yes. you could actually see that it is so mm -hmm. so you have proof that around the world different people in different countries with different languages watch the series or enjoy like the mangas or the earlier anime and want to watch these new movies mm -hmm. so it's really nice to see that they also promote it as such yeah i like that. that that's very good that's that's you took the words right out of my mouth mm. that's what i wanted to say but yeah that that's very true that's very very true um but yeah so um it's it's been a little bit now since i've seen the the japanese but i always find that that tends to be my favorite rendition mm -hmm. um However, I really do think that for the most part, Viz Media does do a really good job with 
uh, it took me a long time with in terms of the getting used to the voices especially because i'm so used to the the 90s voices and stuff and a lot of the they sound a lot they sound younger you know in Mm -hmm. in, with viz but they're supposed to be i mean technically they're they're all you know the middle schoolers so they're supposed to sound young um and and so i i think they match really well like what the characters sound like i feel like in in japanese Mm -hmm. um the Japanese voice actress for Sailor Moon um, is is iconic, and so I I and she always does like such a good job with like emotion and and that's the voice now, with the exception of like for me like the nineties Sailor Moon. Um, th- that's the the voice for me for for Usagi and, mm-hmm. and Sailor Moon. So I, I definitely am very partial to to that. But so for me, um, especially like I said, since I watched the du- the the dub for the English dub more, most recently, I feel like I have more to say in terms of that. Um, just cause I feel like I can be more critical of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I just found, I just, I just, I think that for the most part they do do a really, really good job. Sometimes they were a little squeaky for me. Like when they were like, we had, they had moments where like they were all kids, like in, in the moments where all the characters mm-hmm. were all kids and stuff. They like just kind of, spoke really squeaky like this yeah it's kind of <laughs> funny because i thought maybe you wouldn't notice it because it's your mother tongue but yeah i noticed it as well especially in comparison to the german version yeah, yeah. i was like do american voice actors always talk like this when they voice, <laughs> voice kids or yeah i didn't i wasn't sure if it's just like um something they always do when voice acting no. in, in that way or if it's like especially for these movies, <laughs> so it's funny <laughs> that you say that because I noticed that as well. And, yeah, uh, yeah. I only watched the trailer in Japanese just to get um like a, get an impression on mm-hmm. what it sounds like, and uh, I agree that um, Kotono Mitsuishi is the like the voice actress for Sailor Moon, also in the nineties. And mm-hmm. I, I love that she came back for the Crystal Seasons and also now for the Eternal movies. And um, it's kind of cool also that in German as well, like the German voice actress for Sailor Moon, Sabine Bohlmann, mm-hmm. also voiced Osagi in the 90s and also came back for the reboot. So it's kind of like the same effect in German. Oh, like when nice. you hear her voice and you initially think of Sailor Moon and I love this about uh also now the the new dub that you get a bit nostalgic even if you're watching the new movies That's because nice. because you have that voice that guided you through your childhood. Yeah. And I think it would be the same for the Japanese version for everyone who grew up with the originals uh like the original anime and watching it in japanese right. i think especially people living in japan but also people who love the 90s version in japanese i think that's that's a really great thing to have like a voice actress or a voice actor that is so passionate about this role that they came like they came back for the reboot yeah no that's that's true i feel like well the original Voices for Sailor Moon in, in the English dub got a lot of, like, they, they got a, a lot of hate. Like, there's a mm-hmm. lot of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. So, like, 
And the, the 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 thing is, is like the voice actors the for the original '90s anime for the English, they still go to like comic cons and stuff, and like they're like really friendly and they're still very mm-hmm. much attached to the characters and stuff. I would love to meet one of them at some point. Um, but um, yeah, but but yeah, they definitely like I don't I don't know if they were really even asked back. I don't know. Um, I think they just wanted to get a complete refresh mm. in terms also of also younger the cast voices. maybe. Yeah, definitely a younger cast because the the cast was a bit older than mm-hmm. the original. So, um, but yeah, so so it's just funny because for me, I'm like getting used to hearing them as younger voices, mm-hmm. which is probably the more you know, it's it's the more appropriate you know um, type of voice that they should be having. But I'm it's still sometimes takes some getting used to. I'm definitely used to the the voice actors now. Um, mm-hmm. Now that I've I, I'm I'm more used to watching the the viz dub with crystal and now the eternal movies than i am with watching the original yeah. anime with with the viz dub that's for sure but um like i said my, my biggest thing is just that sometimes like when like i said when they were younger kids and stuff it was like a little squeak like it sounded like i said they were like on helium or something or just like, yeah just, <laughs> um, or, but I have or, to- some of them didn't even manage to <laughs> make a younger voice like you could hear they were struggling <laughs> <laughs> especially say, the male ones <laughs> yes yeah 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 <laughs> i have to say though um christina v's voice um for for mars mm-hmm. uh, her voice is like young ray and like young mars kind of reminds me of marinette from- me too <laughs> <laughs> it was like oh i was like i heard that and i was like mm, i hear a little bit of marinette kind of sounds there. like ladybug <laughs> Kinda sounds like Ladybug. <laughs> Who did Ladybug get in there? <laughs> Marinette, you're Sailor Mars. What? Boo! <laughs> I'm blown. <laughs> so yeah, but yes. I actually wrote that down as well because did you? I, really? I That's knew, funny. I knew that it was the same voice actress because obviously, yeah. if you're a fan, you know that. But it's still different if you actually hear it. Yeah, I literally she wrote- does such a great job at like changing her voice to these different characters yeah and then if you actually hear the same tone in her voice for for example a younger version of ray and then it sounds like ladybug it's it's so it's kind of off-putting a bit yeah, <laughs> but then you it, remember it's the same voice actress and then there then you're oh oh okay <laughs> cool yeah, it, took me by, it took me out of the moment for a second too because mm-hmm. i was like I literally wrote down Christina V's voice as young Ray reminds me of Marinette. He yeah. <laughs> I wrote in he he. But um cuz cuz yeah and it's just funny because her voice in her aged up voice of Ladybug in in Miraculous Ladybug sounds like Sailor Mars. So it's mm-hmm. just, it's just funny so oh, really yeah. all she has to do is this little tone shift and yeah. suddenly she's a different character. So um it just it just kind of just re- remind it just that was that was just kind of a funny little little moment um that I, I thought about when when listening to the dub yeah I, I mean overall i think all the dubs i watched <laughs> or listened to were really great i don't really have too many points that i could criticize except for these squeaky parts for example yeah same i mean based on what i heard from the japanese trailer i would still give it a 10 out of 10 because that's like the the top <laughs> version <laughs> of dub that you could do because I, I don't know what it is about Japanese voice actors, but I think they're really great. Yeah, they are. 
They are. I, I, I have to say, they, they did a pretty good job. Yeah. Um, the, the English, uh, they did do a very good job, in t- I think, in terms of emotion and stuff. And um, I think I think they, they emoted very well. And, and I, it, it was believable. Mm-hmm. It didn't feel, it didn't, like, I feel like, I feel like they've definitely grown as voice actors from, like, when they first started, like, when they, like, first started working with these characters. Because mm-hmm. I feel like I don't like watching the original anime, like, the first few episodes or so with with the viz dub because i they it sounds like a fan dub to me like i'm just not and i don't know if it's just because like i said I think i'm not used to yeah, it yeah i think it's because you're not used to it yeah but like i don't know i feel like they've i, I still feel have the strong feeling that i feel like they've definitely grown more into mm-hmm. their characters and have have connected with their characters a yeah. lot more um because because yeah because now it's more believable and yeah, I, I, I think some of it has to do with maybe i'm getting more used to it but i also feel like they have also like i said become more a part of their character yeah, and more, yeah. they've they've grown into their roles a little bit better yeah so, I, I don't know how to rate this one i don't know i think, I don't think i'm yeah sorry <laughs> i was interrupting you but i think it's kind of different for you because you grew up with a different english dub and in this case like the whole 90s anime was completely redubbed in yeah. English and it's like it's not the same for me like the 90s dub wasn't no the, the 90s version in German wasn't redubbed so I, I just have this version comparing it to to like the crystal version or the eternal version right right and there is no like no difference between two versions of the 90s dub <laughs> There's a million versions of Sailor Moon over here. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to buy a DVD or a Blu-ray, you have to look closely which dub it is. <laughs> Literally, though. <laughs> it's true. So um, yeah, in, ter- in terms of rating, I um, I try to distinguish between a German, English, and Japanese one. So as I said, I would rate the Japanese dub with 10, to- 10 out of 10 just based on the trailer but also on the previous seasons and i put nine out of ten for for the german dub and english eight out of ten because i'm too nice and i can't give anything (laughs) below seven out of ten or so so yeah (laughs) these were my my notes on this yeah i i I actually have to agree with you on that i was gonna say the same exact numbers so (laughs) So yeah, um, plot development. Um, there is a lot that happens in this story arc, in in general. Um, a lot more plot development than what happened in the original anime. So, mm-hmm. um, and that that includes that includes you know character development too. I feel like the plot development and character development with these movies kind of go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, that's right. Because there's a lot of growth with multiple characters, mm-hmm. um, but we'll we'll get into that. I think, I think um, in terms of the way that the first movie was handled, to be honest, I feel like it still kind of felt like I was watching a bunch of episodes back to back. Yeah, yeah. I like, agree. It felt less movie like, and I feel like it definitely could have still been done as episodes. For yeah, sure. in my in my head, I was like. Okay, this could be the end of the first episode. This could be the end of the next episode. Exactly. Like I was, like, I was thinking, when does this episode end? <laughs> <laughs> like when you get this feeling, you feel like there's no, is there's not really 
an ongoing development like it's just facts after facts or like scenes after scenes right and no real like um common thread throughout the whole movie yeah like that, obviously there was a common thread <laughs> but um like <laughs> i don't know how to describe i know to, what you're like so it's like how it's to describe like, it <laughs> like there's multiple moments like there's multiple like climaxes within mm-hmm. the same movie because because if you're watching if you were going to watch it as in terms of episodes each episode would have obviously been broken up in terms of okay well this is an episode about mm-hmm. ray this yeah. is an episode about Merc, you know, about exactly, Ani, yeah, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So, like, and each one of those had kind of their own curve in terms of, you know, this is how it starts. Here's the here's their battle. Here's when they discover themselves, and then here's how it kind of that part of the storyline comes down. Now they got their power up, you know, and and then mm-hmm. move forward. Yeah, so that, it, that same thing happened in the first movie. Yeah, yeah. So it was kind of like that an up and down kind of kind of plot mm-hmm. where where it would kind of. You know, we we'd have kind of the slice of life, and then they'd they'd come into their own little struggle in terms of like, oh well, you know, what is my true dream? And then the the bad guys come in, and so it was so it felt like I was watching episodes, and I really don't think that there is really much that they could have done to make it not feel like that mm-hmm. because that's how it was done in the manga. But yeah, that's true. I just I just feel like the first half of these movies, the first movie could have definitely just been done as episodes like i don't yeah, know why they yeah. didn't just do it the only I, reason why i feel like it's good that they did it as a movie is literally just because that i feel like that was the only way that we were going to get good quality out of them which mm-hmm. is not necessarily a good reason to say oh well I'm glad they did it as a movie then yeah but you only got every transformation sequence once so that's a yeah. plus that's true and you don't have to repeat it all over again like for each episode <laughs> Yeah, all the transformations as like a quarter of each episode, so I'm I'm glad they, like I'm glad they, at least did that. <laughs> they they limited the transformation per person to one, yeah. <laughs> throughout the two movies, um. But I also feel like part one was kind of a preparation for part two because I feel like in part two there was so much more happening plot wise and you found out more about the enemy and what they were after and so on and you didn't get that much from this in part one because they were introducing the new characters they were introducing backgrounds from the characters and so on so as you said it's kind of going hand in hand with character development um right which i think we can address (laughs) um (laughs) directly after plot development but yeah, I, I felt like part one was somehow a I don't I don't know, a preparation or a prequel to the actual second movie where everything was going like all the highlights were going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that's that's true. So in terms of the overall like plot development and like and storyline, like I said, um I think the second movie is a, t- is, is a, it was very fast paced, mm-hmm. like very fast paced, very to the point. Um, there wasn't really like any real like slice of life or mm. anything like it was just kind of straight Didn't action. feel like a filler, like, no. like in the 90s episodes, for example. Right. Um, and for the most part, I feel like that worked better in terms of a movie. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that I felt like was kind of lacking because of the like fast pacedness was I don't know how believable it felt in terms of Chibiusa and Helios's relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was because it was so fast paced. And like I said, I feel like I said, I feel like it matches better for a movie, the second mm-hmm. half. But if it had been spread out amongst more episodes, maybe it would have felt like a longer amount of time would have passed with Chibiusa and Helios kind of creating this friendship, creating this relationship. Because I feel like they had obviously a lot more moments in the original anime. Mm-hmm. And so it, their, their, their relationship and their friendship was much stronger and much more believable in the original. And I yeah. know that this is, I mean, it, it is fast paced in the manga and stuff, but um, I just feel like maybe if it had, for example, been done in terms of like as episodes, mm-hmm. maybe just that time difference between like the kind of like cutting that up and making it feel like maybe it's separate days or, yeah. or things like that might've made the, the relationship seem more believable. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does make sense. And I also thought, because you mentioned the relationship between Chibiusa and Helios, I was like a bit icky about it. I don't know <laughs> why, but um, somehow I think in the 90s, anime it was clear that Chibiusa was already older than in the third arc like I don't know maybe around 12 or 11 or 12 I don't know um so it made more sense for her to have like first romantic feelings and so on and in the movie I didn't really get like the the aspect that she is older than in the previous season because it like the first movie starts right where the previous season left off so there's right. no no real time difference and i i felt like okay in my mind she's still a 9 year old yeah and it's kind of weird to, <laughs> to see her true. kiss kiss a random boy <laughs> so yeah. uh, i don't know it, it, i think in terms of these and we're already talking about character development here but as we said it's kind of hard to part this from um, pl- uh, plot development, but it felt kind of weird because because it was like in such a short amount of time. Does yeah. it make sense? No, that does make sense. <laughs> that does make sense because, because, yeah, no, I felt the same kind of way. Also, like I said, because, I don't know, I feel like they... Yeah, it, just, it, did, it did feel like she had a bit, like was a little bit younger, like, mm. and... I don't know. It just, I definitely, I, I definitely agree with it. I don't think I can even add anything to, mm. to that. Cause yeah, it does. It does seem like she's like younger a little bit. Um, like it doesn't seem like time has really passed because mm-hmm. time hasn't really passed since the last only six months, only six yeah. months have passed. Yeah. Like she, it's not like she like went away, you know, for the, you know, went to the future and came back. You yeah. Know, Cause then that leads you to believe that, okay, well maybe she's come back at a later yeah, age. Yeah. Exactly. You know, she's there the whole time, so she doesn't really go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, and no real time has passed. <laughs> so right. maybe a few weeks. Yeah. Maybe. I think they said six months. They said six months oh, okay. passed since from the last battle to mm-hmm. the, the, the eclipse. Okay. Um, it's, it's, it's really all that happened. So she didn't really, if unless she went back in time, back back home, but I don't think she did. <laughs> I don't think either. <laughs> <laughs> And so, yeah, so overall, I think just because of that, um, 
for example, like, it, like I said, not only does it not make their relation, did it make their relationship seem less believable, but also it made his goodbye seem less like emotional. So like when mm, she's saying goodbye yeah. at the end and stuff and she tears up and she's like, I hope he's my prince in the future. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't feel as it feels, it feels more forced. Like in the original, I, I as the original goodbye that they had in the original anime still sticks and still yeah. works better. Mm-hmm. Like I, I actually tear up in that moment. He's, she's, she's chasing. Like you know, they, they had had it seems like you know months on end. It seems like the way that they handled it in the movies, it feels like this only happened. Like this whole story arc only happened within a matter of like a few days. Versus mm-hmm. it feels like it was more months and months of battling yeah. with bad guys in in the original anime. And so therefore, she had really developed this friendship, really developed these romantic feelings for Helios, and then he goes to leave. And she's chasing after him and she, you know, and she cries. And the thing is, like, we get the sense of, like, oh, well, he is going to be in her future. We actually get, like, glimpses of, like, what her future is going to look like. Um, because we we see, like, okay, well, we actually have a vision of her as Princess Lady Serenity. Mm-hmm. You know, like, her future self. And we get to see her future guardians. We don't really get any glimpse of what her future looks like in the original anime. So, like, that's nice. Like, we get to see, okay, well, obviously these characters are important to her. But at the same time, the goodbye is not as powerful. It loses its kind of emotion there, which is, like, I understand, like I said, that it's fast-paced for a reason because that's exactly how the manga goes. But put to animation and put to the screen, it just doesn't translate as well. So it's, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the hard thing about adapting something from a written or a drawn form into adap- uh, adaptation into animation because mm-hmm. you have to figure out how to translate the pages that are not moving into a whole story like that is moving and that still makes sense because obviously these are two different forms of media and not everything that works for a manga works for an anime automatically so right i think that's that's the difficult part with um translating from one form of media to the other and i think this is one aspect where they maybe struggled with it a bit because yeah if you read the manga you don't really notice how fast paced it is because you're used to mangas being that way mm-hmm but for an animated series or for an animated movie, there's something missing. And you don't right. you can't put your finger on it until you realize, oh, it's because it's adapted from a manga where they try to um like translate frame by frame and then didn't think of adding a few things here and there. Right. Right. Absolutely. I definitely think that, like, there is some nice things that, like, translated, like, in terms of, like, having, like, the the slice of life and, like, the comic relief. Like, I feel like all some of the things that they had in terms of the... Because I know, like, they had, like, in the, in the, in both the anime, like, the original anime and in the manga, they have, like, these funny little pop-ups, right? So, like, mm-hmm. when Usagi's, like, out of frame, but she's saying something funny then like a bunny kind of pops mm-hmm. up on the screen. Now they do that both in like, they, they do that in the manga mm-hmm. and that part translates really well to screen because yeah, like that's that, true. you know, that part is like, I don't know, like it just, it just, it feels more 
cartoony and mm-hmm. more uh, so like things like that like translate really well it's just sometimes with the storyline it's just not yeah i'm just glad they didn't take these weird frames from season three i think where <laughs> like there was a frame around the whole i don't know scene where something was happening just to i don't know distinguish them from all the other scenes just to make people notice that this is the funny part or so oh yeah I <laughs> you remember you this yes like, these weird frames mm-hmm. and i was really glad they didn't do that anymore <laughs> because they were so <laughs> like inconsistent and they didn't fit at all so i'm glad yeah. they um they decided against using them again <laughs> I think they did a better job in terms of slipping in the the comic relief this time. Yeah, it's not like jarring. It's it was it was it was it fit. Yeah, better no. than how they did in season three. I feel like I think with with all the aspects that we discussed, whether it's animation or comic relief or storyline and so on, I think the more fluent the whole thing fits into the movie and the the less noticeable it is the better yeah because every time we mention something and say oh that put me off so that's something that we criticize and if it's something we didn't even notice so that's not really bad because it means it fit into the movie right yeah hey everyone michelle from the future over here while editing luna and i already realized while recording that this episode is going to be longer than expected so we decided to divide our review into two episodes so if you're curious about the rest of our review stay tuned for the next episode which will be uploaded in a few days and enjoy the bloopers for part one for now until next time bye this podcast is not sponsored (laughs) (laughs) okay hold on let me try that again this podcast isn't paid or sponsored by anyone. Any. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> ah! Moon Eternal, the movie. No. <laughs> the movies. <laughs> the movie. <laughs> so, for the uh, the official synopsis for the first movie says After a total solar eclipse, a dark circus troop appears. Mamoru is stricken with a mysterious. Why does it say Milady? <laughs> <laughs> Netflix is weird. What? <laughs> Mal- Malady, Malady. So the official synopsis on IMBD is very D- simple. DB. I am. <laughs> Reminds me of Hakura. <laughs> Shut up! I don't want to talk about that horrible blunder. Haruka. <laughs> They leave it really vague on uh, on IMDb. IMDb. <laughs> it gave. No, it not gave. <laughs> also, it. Oh yes, it, it did. <laughs> Sorry, I was just thinking about grammar. <laughs> You're good. For the crystal seasons, and also yes. <laughs> So yes, no, I talk German. Sorry. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, <laughs> little little German lesson. <laughs> I think ooh, I just like cracked my knuckle. Now, oh, um, I don't know if you heard that. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I was like, I was about to say, ouch. <laughs> 
Um. Anyways, so um, <laughs> did you hear the honking? <laughs> yes. I was like, now we're done. We're going on to the next category. <laughs> 